The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Hey, so I have a question, and I've been doing these fun, meaning questions at the start of each episode. So I have a new one for you this week, and this week, the word is truth. Truth. What, to what importance is the truth to you? Um... The thing, I'll tell you what I think about truth, and I'll tell you with a little story. It's interesting, though, because you would think that it's easy. the immediate answer would be, oh, it's, it's 100%, but it's so much more complicated than that, and this, that's why I ask. This story completely blew my mind when it happened, right? Gotcha. All right, I'm ready. Um, Hillary Clinton tells a story about the 90s. When she was the, you know, the wife of the president and stuff. And they had to go in to some place. And she remembers it as there were bullets, like as the helicopter was landing or as the plane was landing, bullets were fired at the thing, right? And they weren't. It just didn't happen at all. (laughs) And... I think about that all the time because Hillary was not lying. That's what she remembers for sure. Um, and you can see that the, the time that I learned about that, they, they went, they literally went through this like list of like 10 ultra famous, ultra public people like Hillary Clinton, right? That are, that the press was there. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's on film. And, um, People just remember it fully differently than the reality. And it happens all the time. So much so that I've decided kind of for myself that there are like two kinds of truth. There's like this kind of truth that is almost like math, right? Where you're like, this is a fact, right? And then there's this other thing that we have that is truth. That is facts mixed with emotions, mixed with narratives. um, That's like a story. And that's the other kind of truth. And so how important is it? What does it mean? You know, it's super important. Obviously, it like does it. It holds an important role in society. And I'm not exactly sure that I could even understand what, what it all is. But I just remember like, man, she wasn't lying. She remembered that. That's exactly how that happened. It happened like this, and she could tell you all about it. And in fact, she thought it was a helicopter, but it was actually a plane. Like, you know, like fully divorced from reality is her memory. And so 
as long as truth is related to memory, it's like an important thing, but it's an unreliable narrative based thing. That's trying to convey some sort of memory or meaning who knows. Um, but that, that's what I think about truth, I guess is my answer. How about you? Uh, that's good. I, you know, I, I agree. Um, but a lot of that, I, I feel like, um, you know, you made a great point. You said there's fat, there's, there's like truth meaning fact, right? Like, like here's the answer. We have it. It is what it is. And I think like, it's funny because if you're around people enough, those are the, those are the things for me, me as an individual, right? I believe when two people are at odds with what the truth of something really is and the answer does exist, I believe it's paramount to go find that answer. You know what I mean? Like if me and you disagree about something and there is an answer, it's very important for a relationship to be able to go ahead and get that answer and to take it whatever side you're on. If you were on the side of being right, I'm right. We got the answer. If you were on the, the side of, you know, your your belief was wrong, then you're wrong. And we move on and we both understand that we, we both learned something today. So let, let's keep it moving. This is, you know, we both just got educated. We both picked something up, you know. And then there's the other type of truth where it's like, Kind of like you said, it, it, it's it's mixed with an experience and a belief. And I I guess that's someone's personal truth, which also could be perception as well. Mm-hmm. And those things, I think you got to allow most people to have those. Um, and that's the only time in my life where I feel like agreeing to disagree is is kind of okay but it it also isn't it's hardly genuine when someone agrees to, to not agree you know or agrees to disagree um it's usually not genuine um a lot of times it's another way of saying okay your point's not valid um so i'm not even talking to you about this anymore you know what i mean in a, in a lot of ways and i think if you genuinely agree to disagree with which really should be, I see your perspective, I see you, and I see your perspective, I see you. Um, and both perspectives can kind of live together. And that and that's cool. Like, Hillary might and I got shot at, but she thought she got shot at, felt like she got shot at. Her memory is that she got yeah, shot at. Her memory is that she got shot at. Um, although it didn't happen, it, the, the fear didn't change at all. Probably you know what I mean? Yep. Same type of fear. Now, if Hillary is adamant that, no, 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 I got shot. I'm, we got shot at. No, no, no. Like, and there's proof that she didn't, and she's still hanging on to that. That's a little narcissistic of her. Yeah, well, you need to be you need to be able to update it, right? So, like, yes, I think it'd be interesting you and I worked together and you know, at this point it's going on 10 years ago. Right. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah it's been a while. And so we have a, we now, and so, and then we were casually two people who like texted and caught a Sixers game once a year, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we, now we have this 
fully new thing happening with the podcast, right? And like mm-hmm. completely. So I wonder, like, if we were to tell stories to an independent party about what it was like working with Vernon, what it was like working with Devin, how different those oh, realities would wow, be. We should do Cause, that, actually. Because they definitely <laughs> would be. You know what I mean? Like, because now we're looking at it through this affinity of, well, we've done, you know, 96 podcasts or 99 podcasts, right? Like, so is it just a different thing? And I think that understanding that, like, part of truth is also time and affinity and all these other things and the the way that the relationship has changed is so different that I'll be like, well, I always thought of Vernon as a thoughtful guy. Maybe I did it. Maybe I was just like, Vernon's a good, good guy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, but now it's like, Oh, well he thinks about like, I understand how deeply you think about things now. So yeah. maybe I would update that prior thought about, so, you know what I mean? Like, and you, and, and it's funny cause you come right back to my, my end point, which is that at the end of the day, very probably rarely is truth something that you just drop the facts on the table and walk away and it's like boom here's the truth i got it right here boom you know what i mean it's way more complicated than that majority of the time it's way more complicated than that and i think the biggest thing for me is i'm a fan of getting to the truth like that journey of getting to the truth is what I, you know, probably cherish more than anything when it comes to relationships. You know what I mean? Like hurting, if you hurt someone that you're in a relationship with, you know, getting to the, to the truth behind, well, how did I hurt you? What hurt you? And being able to adapt and fix that is, it's very important to me. You know what I mean? The why, the why and the truth are like the same things to me you know they they both live kind of in that same thing they're very much things that are different to all of us but very important to all of us and the only way to have a work in a relationship that like gets to the level where you're totally comfortable with someone you have to be willing to like journey through both of those things with people yeah it's it's interesting um so we're 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 on chapters, I think, 30 to 35 of the book, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, in this chapter, one of my favorite things that's, that's ever happened in a book happened. And Okay, all right. And it's um, oh, Lee. I guess. Ooh, dang. Can oh. I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Can I guess? Then I know because you just, is it when Lee left and came back? It's when Lee left and came back. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have said it because I probably uh. wouldn't have got it. I love it so much because it, dude, I, I was thinking about like, you know, both of our businesses, the journey that we're going on through by just having this podcast and doing this weird experiment where we read a book together and then talk about it and the books change. And just, I think about all that, man. And Lee leaving and coming back is so, first of all, it's tremendous. Yeah. Like the amount of, I aspire to be Lee. I want to be a man who's like, I'm going to go do this thing. This is what I've been hoping to do my whole life. And then I get there and I go, oops. And then he just came back. He just came back. Now, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm pretty sure he's going to stay. And he just came. He didn't worry about Adam judging him or the boys or the fact that he had spent so much of his time planning on this 
one outcome and then he got there and it was the wrong outcome. So he left like just to be a person who looks at the world the way it is and goes, Oh, this is not what I want and updates everything in their entire life to then realize I need to go back to that other thing. That is actually what I want. Whew. Man, come on. It's, be, it's, be that dude. Yeah. Whew. That but he Lee's very conscientious. And that and that's what that is. He's very much aware. And and the cool thing about Lee is like everything. Everything is cool about Lee. Lee's character, maybe the, he's one of the best characters ever. No, his character's awesome. But he's but he's very aware. And I think like he has his real and and for those people, there's Lee's in the in the book of East of Eden. He's the Adams and the kids. I I guess he's now like a companion of the family. I guess you can kind of call him. I but originally him, he was like kind of like a, yeah, like a butler help. or yeah, a help, butler, help. You know, yeah. you know. And the thing about his this character, and it's something you just said, is that he really understands that the world has just as much like good as it has bad and 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 the importance of the world's intentions can be good and bad towards you can be like he fully lives and you know he is an asian man um i guess he's chinese and you know he lives with this this kind of yin and yang perspective uh throughout the whole book and any time that he talks so like I wasn't surprised when he came back. And I even think that for him, there was a real reality from the jump once he left that he could be back is the reason why he left the way he left because he, you know, he was entering into an unknown and, and that's the greatest part of this character is that if he doesn't, if, if he doesn't feel fulfilled, He's not sticking it out just because, oh, I said I'm going to open a bookstore. That's not, you know, like he truly is like, I'm, I'm looking to be happy and, and in a weird way based on the world and the circumstances that I'm in. Being with you guys makes me feel happy. This is the, this is the meaning. This is where I'm deriving whatever I'm deriving, the meaning, the, the purpose, the the, mm -hmm. You know, we've kind of talked around a lot of these ideas in, in our, uh, in, in our podcast and it's, this is it, man. Like he mm -hmm. looked around and he was, and it wasn't fear no. that, that made no. him change his mind. Mm -mm. It wasn't, you know, uh, anxiety or any of those things. It was like, oh, this isn't, nope, this is wrong. And it was purpose. It was purpose. I, I, I think he totally felt like. I don't think he comes back if Kate is in the boys' lives and if he w didn't raise them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think totally he probably left. And like he said, he felt lonely because yeah. he had been basically the parent of these two boys since the time that they were born. He's been there, a single parent, really. Yeah. And I don't know about anyone else but I could just walk away and leave my children my children feel like my life's purpose feels like being, being a father is one of those things and I think Lee realized being a guardian 
of these two boys was a part of his purpose. And even to the tune of taking care of Adam was was a part of his purpose. That's a part of it. Yeah. A part of it is that he takes care of Adam. Because he, he was like, when he was he was making a coffee and he was like, you, what is wrong with you, Adam? Like, you don't even know how to make coffee. Like, how, how are you going to, how can I if you can't? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. it was, it was so funny. And he, I just think about all that and all the stuff that we've sort of ever talked about is like, just be elite, be, be a person who is willing to completely update everything if they have to. Yeah. You know, now you had your favorite part. Want to take a crack? What do you think my favorite part uh, of this, these chapters were? Uh, Cause I did, I had one that stuck out. It was awesome. If the if your my guess is that your favorite part is Adam goes and confronts Kate with the letter, and she's like, "What are you getting at?" And he's like, "Nothing. I got. Oh. I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't have a. I'm just doing this because this is the correct thing. So that that is my guess is that That's you enjoyed that part. That, that would be third. Okay." <laughs> The the second would be the first confrontation that he has with uh, Kate, uh, and that was kind of we didn't really get into that. It wasn't in thirty to thirty five. It was I think uh, the third. Yeah, it was twenty five. It was, was twenty five thirty. Yeah, yep. but that that would be second behind that. Number the one, one where all the podcast where all we talked about was the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, number one was his sit down was with Will when Will tells him he's crazy. And he goes ahead and does it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, and just the way that Steinbeck painted that whole like chapter of him needing this purpose. And Will goes, Are you trying to like do you want to make money or are you just trying to be an, an inventor? I've known a lot of inventors and all they do is lose money. And he goes, well, I'm not trying to make money. And it infuriates Will to where he basically tells him, you idiot, don't you you better not go spending all your money. This is how, I think, and that those days is, was like uh, these rich uh, uh, inheritance kids always blowing their money on hair, harebrained ideas about, you know, changing the world. This is why they're not real businessmen. And uh, basically... Everything that Will said was going to happen that was going to go wrong went wrong. But the best thing about it was already Adam's like, wait, I got $9,000 left? He's like, wait, Lee, that's enough to give it another try. <laughs> and so I can't wait to see if he gives it another try because that that part was awesome. Will, in the book, man. Will uh, when he's talking to his brother, had this moment, uh, Steinbeck says, you know, his brother proposes the pig plant to him. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one, and, too. And then Steinbeck says, he says, uh, you know, if, if what was the brother's name again? Oh, uh, Tom. Tom. If Tom had known that one of the joys of being a business person is ripping an idea apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have taken it differently. And I was like... That is totally a joy of being a person who's interested in business. It's looking at an idea and shredding it up and seeing what works. That that was uh, that was another good one. Where, uh, but it, I tell you what, these last couple of chapters, 
I'm the boys are getting older, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting. Um, really excited to see what happens in the next go around because Adam, you know, is basically blew through. I guess his dad left him fifty something, and then he he ends up inheriting. I don't know if he got the Charles. whole hundred and whatever from Charles or the whole fifty. I, I don't yeah, know. If I don't he know how that. We, whole, I guess we don't know how that's going to work out. Really. Yeah. Though. Did he get it already? Did he blow that also? But he still got the form. He's got the ice factory, and I'm really curious to see where the book goes because um, obviously refrigeration happened, and mm-hmm. Did he give it enough tries where he was the one to crack it? Or was this, is it just going to be a failed attempt and we waited 30 years later for somebody else to make it work? Or do the boys make it work? You know? So I'm, I'm interested in that. And then Kate's story seems like uh, something's going to happen with that real shortly just because they're living in a Selena Valley where they're right there they're right there like yeah. they can literally stumble into place at some 100%. point and um, we'll see yeah i think what we should do because i looked the chapters are pretty short here on out so i think we should do up to chapter 45 this week okay we could do and that. then up to 55 next week and that'll be we'll be done it in two weeks, two weeks. That way. all right I'm because there. the chapters are all there's a there's like four chapters in each each one that's like six minutes long and i was like yeah hey, like man, I I I am too excited to go at a slow pace. Well, you know I already I, mean? I already I'm like oh, pretty you, much up to forty you, right now. Yeah. Okay, you you I, need to chill. I know some stuff. Yeah, I know some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know some stuff, man. Yeah. But uh, it's a it's a really good book, dude. It's a really good book. The only thing that I would say is kind of tough is it's it's a story that. Is it necessarily about individuals? It's about like this whole community, this whole world. It's about a created. moment in time. Yeah, it's like a moment in time. Yeah, and and that gets that gets not hard to keep up with, but every story is not as interesting as the next. Like I love the Kate chapters so much more than the Tom and Desi chapters. Oh yeah. Although, Although the Tom and Desi chapters are telling you something about that time, though. I know. You know I know. What I mean? That's why I said they're interesting because, you know, like, they're interesting. It, well, it I takes you I, into a whole nother world. And I think back to uh, 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 the half half of... Yeah, the vanishing the, half. The vanishing half, right? And you didn't learn about, what's his name, Barry, the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. cross-dressing guy or whatever? yeah. You didn't learn about Barry. You just got a snippet. You just got a in the yeah. in the in 1983. This is what this was like, and you just get a, you know, you get yeah. Do you it think, gives you a sense of a place and a, and a world and an understanding, but you you know you don't get a full, you don't get the yeah. just like in memory, just like in truth. You get do a you, piece. Do you, you think that was line. what Steinbeck was was trying to tell with time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it ever yeah. come out though? Does it ever? He doesn't ever go hit the nail on his head with it. I think, but I guess that's in that time. That's the way that you tell that 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 story. I guess. I think that 
all stories that are about people, right, or whatever, um, I think that they're they're all trying to tell you some truth, right? Everything's trying to to get back to I guess the reason that you started the show today, right? They're they're trying to tell you about some truth about humanity, right? Like they're trying to tell us something about that, and that's why we like them. And the truth is that if you can't, if you're a man and you can't be, and I don't know what be necessarily is for Tom, right? But if you can't actually be yourself and you can't actually do the, do the thing, if you can't express who you are, you mm-hmm. end up so miserable that you put a bullet through your head. Yeah. And he's Steinbeck's referenced that sort of throughout the book in the very beginning of the book, he's talking about it with the men who are, you know, in jail or on the prison gang and the men who are in, in war, right? Those men were like, were there tr- not trying to kill themselves, but trying to kill themselves, you know, yeah. like, like they were living in a way that was reckless and because they, they weren't able to be them, whatever they were. And I think that you see that in humanity, especially in men. I, I don't know how it expresses itself in women because I'm not an expert in women. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but but you see that with men. You see, I've seen it a ton of times. They self-destruct. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. You know? And I think yeah. that that's what the Tom story was about. For me, that was, was it about, at least. Yeah, I see that. It was wild, though. Dark. Got real dark. Very dark. Real dark. Yeah. Steinbeck is a dark writer, man. He's not at afraid. Least, he's not afraid to tell you some dark stuff about man, humanity. At least in this book, this book's been, whew, one of the after another, like one after another, man of just I mean, darkness. You know, people forget. I like life. Just a hundred years ago, was pretty awful, almost yes. all the time. Yes, there's a book that we might read called the. Was it the journal? And it's you, get, you got a note for it, so that yeah. you know, so you know what it is. Yeah, I saved it. I saved it. Uh, I want to say it was the journal, but it's basically about um, the jungle. It's called the jungle. Oh, the jungle! Yeah, we should totally yeah. read the jungle. Yeah. It's called the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I haven't uh, read. I haven't read that in twenty plus years. Oh, you read it before the jungle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. by Upton St. Clair. Yeah. yeah, we should totally read The Jungle. You yeah. want to talk about a, a book that like reminds you that the world it, that we're in. It's wild. Is, dude, it's wild. It's completely changed. We live in this like very philosophical, you know, you get to express yourself and be who you are world. Yeah. And it's a brand new thing. I, I heard an excerpt of it because he worked in the, in the meat and uh, packer. Yep. And uh, it was basically about the working conditions in that meat packer and the way that they handled the meat that they were sending out mass production to people and how it was like deadly. They were like killing people with the way that they were handling the meat where like one point there was a rat rats in the meat packing oh, plant yeah. oh, and they, <laughs> they fumigated. Wow. It was all over the meat. No, they rats see. were dead, everything. And they, and they made sausages out of it and then sent it out. Yeah, like it, if you 
older that folks. That is crazy, man. Dude, older folks had this tendency to like cook, overcook food. You know, yes. they were just like. It makes put sense it, at the Put it in the oven. Too. Yeah. And then you go back and you think like, well, in the, in the fifties, you know, that's like, not that long ago either, which is like not that long ago, but in the fifties, like you, if you were cooking a steak in the fifties, that means you were around in the thirties when cooking a steak might've killed somebody. And like, you go like, huh? And now we just don't even think about it. We're like, well, no, I want it medium rare. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it, dude, life is, Life's changed dramatically, and and I think that that's part of the joy of reading this book. Yes, know? yes, you can. Yes, you you do as you read it long, and you're like, man, whew, that's much easier. Like, <laughs> like, horsebacking like 15 miles in the dark, like, nah. Or when he like talks about him making a toilet. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, make it. Just like I don't have one, and I can't afford yeah. one, so I'll yeah. make one. Or, mm. Breakfast will be ready in a minute. I got to get the stove started. Like, <laughs> stove, the started. stove started. <laughs> you know? So, yes, it definitely is like, wow, that's much, that's much better. Yeah. Like much sure. better. So, wow. So, so what's been going on with the, with the business? Hey, you never told us what, what is your business name? I don't oh, think you com- ever get comicshelper.com. Oh, that is. Oh, that's what you set the LLC up as and yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know what it was officially. I know that was the website, but yep. comichelpers.com. All right. Yep. How's yeah. it been going? It's going good. Um he's I, I don't know if he's added any, but he's you know, he's got customers added, he's got titles added. Um we've I've made some changes to to request there. Little stuff. A lot of like, you know, I'd prefer this to be alphabetized and I'd prefer this like this and those kinds of things which are increasing the like the professional shimmer on, or sheen on the app, right? So uh, we'll see where all that stuff ends up going. I think that um, I did message JD like last hey, week. Did you send the video? I did. Um, you know, I'm like I'm doing the stuff that you're supposed to do to turn this into a real business. Um, so I did message JD. He didn't get back to me. So I'm gonna I'm about to finish a feature that I think is gonna make it like more appealing for JD. Um, so basically like when you subscribe to a comic through a comic shop and uh, they check in your book, like maybe you have a title of amazing Spider-Man and a tighter title of uh, Superman that, that came in. Right. Um, you'll be able to message right then. As soon as you've set it aside, Hey Vernon, your issue of amazing Spider-Man and Superman are set aside at the shop. So you'll be able to send them a message right then from there. Currently, like the messaging that I have built in is like you go to Vernon's page and you can nudge Vernon and you can be like, hey, your stuff is ready, which is different than I checked it in and I'm messaging him right now. Um, Mm. So I'm going to set that up and it should be done by, you know, it'll certainly be done by the middle of this week. And then I'm going to send that to JD as well. Um, As like a, hey, I think that this feature, because I think that that's like, more right up his alley. Um, and then I might have to follow up a couple of times. I think that's just kind of the way that I'm going to have to work that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. The most exciting stuff for me right now is trying to transition from, I built this thing to, Hey, I built this thing. It's good. Do you want to use it? You know what I mean? Cause that's really where I need to be now. I need to be at selling the thing. Like I have the thing and it does enough. 
that I need to prove it out by selling it and then building features by request of the people who are buying it, you know, um, that's definitely where I'm at right now. So we'll see. That's a weird place to be for sure. You know, that's a definitely, uh, I don't know. You and I have talked plenty about like, Oh, this is how you sell stuff. And this is how you market stuff. Like right, we went through all those books and everything. It's a different thing to actually have to do it. Right. Well, it, it, I think we're both at the same place right now. And I think, I think we're both at the same place of, yeah, we're, we're in the same spot of, you know, um, so I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm, I want to read you something. So I've been obsessed and I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but I've been obsessed with Kendrick's Lamar oh, yeah. Heart Part 5 but a whole album but Heart Part 5 which is the um you know he every time he drops an album he puts out like this like a track that um kind of like signals he's coming right and the track is called The Heart Part 5 okay and if you li- there's a verse in here that I really want to, uh, it's verse three. And there's just a part of it that he talks about in the beginning that to me is one of, one of the lines that I just, it kind of woke me up a little bit, honestly. You know, it kind of reminded me of like the importance of, of what we're doing and the long-term investment that we have to commit to making um so he talks about he starts off the verse with celebrate new life when it comes back around the purpose is in the lesson we are learning now sacrifice and personal gain over everything just to see the next generation better than ours so like when i heard it on the verse it literally stopped and certain artists, I'll go download the lyrics and listen to the song as I'm sure. listening to it, because it's just like I really want to. I want to get it. I want to hit on everything. And Kendrick's definitely one of those. He's one of those. And like, it just nailed like everything. Like, yes, like this is new life. We are kind of figuring these things out. And more important than just like seeing some quick fast sell it's all about building something that sustains the time and that it you know what i mean which means you're going we gotta sacrifice and do it the right way you know which which means even for a little bit you we gotta believe in a product and, and even give it away like that's the belief that you have to have in a product because it's more than just that personal gain. It's, we're trying to build something here that's big. And if you believe in it, it's totally worth just getting people to see it and, and to try it. And so it's something that this weekend we actually did. So we, we ended up Saturday, we ended up uh, getting a permit for one of the parks in Philly, Wish the Wood Park, which is over there like, it's a park in like the 
in between like um, West West Oak Lane and North Philly, Germantown section of okay. the city, uh, kind of like off of LaSalle's, like right behind LaSalle's campus. Okay. So it's like as you're like headed into West Oak Lane and you're leaving Germantown, there's a little park there. Park I've had barbecues at many a times before as a kid coming up. And we went ahead, it's off of like Lindley and Belfield. And we went ahead and rented the park, uh, the, got the permit for the park. And we basically bought some, some food, few few different things, uh, seasoned it up with everything, made a couple of our signature dishes, and we set up shop and we basically gave it away. And we, it was last minute. So like Friday, I think Thursday or Friday, we put a post out that basically says, um, this Saturday we're giving, you know, samples away. We call it our like a, a 2400 tasting, um, you know, free samples. Uh, do- donations are accepted, you know, but not required, all that good stuff. And we basically just really want people's feedback and opinions um, and to just see what what are what are we capable of? Don't you know? Like, we probably had about thirty people total show up, something like that. Last minute, no sign, no nothing. Sure, not nothing. Just literally, just like, sat on a corner, and bought out some grills. Sure. First of all, I was amazed that people see grills on a on a corner and like more than two of them. They immediately are like... Walk over. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> or, or y'all selling this? You know what I mean? So, like, the amount of people that did that throughout the day, like, I mean, we had a lot of people that we didn't know at all. And then the amount of people that just said something from their cars and just kept on moving. Um, oh, smells good. Y'all gonna be out here next week? Like, all of that stuff. Sure. Like, was awesome. And it just gave a, it gave me an idea of like, um, one, this is something that is wanted. It's okay. totally wanted, um, and it allows us to do all the things that we do well. You know, we're promoting the seasonings because it, it never stops being about the seasonings, and they they get access to the seasonings online. We're promoting the website. We're promoting the social media. We gained a bunch of followers that day. You know, all of that stuff is happening. And at the same time, we're doing what we do best. We're, we're being in front of the people. And we're gaining, like, real fans. Like, we're built... That's how we build our 1,000 fans. Like, we gained, probably, on that day alone, we gained about 15 fans. Or, I'd say 10 to 15 fans that we didn't know at all. That, like, now know us as the, the 2,400 guys who made bomb-ass barbecue... You know, like if we doing it again, they telling at least two to three of their friends. Sure. And then on yeah, top they, of that, they follow you on Instagram now. Yep, they know they, who they you follow are. Follow on Instagram. They do exactly all that. Well, Instagram followers jump by about eight or nine just on that day. You know, because they told a friend. Maybe it was more than that. They told a friend. They followed all of that type of stuff. And then the biggest key to this, yo, when you say donations. And you do it in a humble way. People give more than what they would have actually spent on it if we would have put a price to it. It was it was unbelievable. Like the platters that we made, we wouldn't have charged more than ten dollars for them. 
like they were little, uh, they were small. It was a spoonful of beans. We made some corn with one of the seasonings, uh, some pasta salad, a piece of chicken. That was it. It was $10 worth, max. And I'm talking like a little piece of chicken, not like, you know, a full plate. Man, people, everybody basically spent about $20. No hassle. People were stunned. They were like, what? Donation? It was like, so any donation? Yeah, no donation's too small. In fact, zero's not too small. And they'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't get zero. And they'd, they'd get $20. Then they would buy a seasoning. You know, and it was just something dope to see that was like, yo, this this can work. Well, it's very interesting, like, from a the things that we've learned for sure is that you guys can, you guys could spin into like a sort of a restaurant catering thing and you don't really like doing that. I mean, yeah. not that you don't like doing it, but like, it's not the main thing. It's no. not appealing, right? Like it, it's fine, but it's not appealing. Yeah. And I would and rather you, do that for free just because I don't know. It, like, which it, I, I find it fun, which I don't want to do it as a thing to then I lose the fun in it. So yes, there's this, com- I'm, I'm conflicted. By it that seems it. to me like you guys have sort of figured out that that's a thing that you want to do maybe twice a year. Yeah. Certain events. I don't even know how like. to charge for it. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's like, and you know, it's a loss. Like, you know, it's not a thing that yeah. you shouldn't spend energy on it. You shouldn't really yeah. be obsessed with it, exactly. but you sort of think about it. Yeah. Like do it for friends or family. Yeah. Like that. Like I get excited about that, but like, I don't even know how to charge for it. Yeah, like yeah, like I'm doing one right now, and some of the prices is like, they gotta pay for all that, and then they're gonna pay me yeah. to make it. Like, I don't want to, don't want to charge anybody for that amount. I'm glad, like, also, do that's you really? Expensive. They can't afford you. Exactly. Like, that's what to I'm afford the three of you, like, come on, like it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make. And sense. it's not our lane. It's not, it's not, it's not our lane. It doesn't make it not fun. It doesn't make it a thing that you're not going to do. And it is something for somebody out there, but like, we want to, we want to be about the people. And every time I'm doing the math on, I'm thinking, I'm like, I can't charge my people. Like we, we can't be talking about like making things better and this, this, this. And then meanwhile, we're charging somebody a thousand dollar retaining retainer fee just for us to cook for them. Cause that's what we would need just to To make make it worth our mile. Wow. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like we would need a thousand hours, and that would still mean we're only getting paid like eight bucks an hour. Yeah, which is it's not just, worth it. It's not. But I'll and do then, it for friends and family a couple times sure. a year. A couple times a year. And so then you find that if you go to farmers markets, right, and you sell to that crowd, that you'll sell out. Yeah. You're just you're just gonna sell out if you have a table at a farmers market. Yeah. And the three of you were standing there. With your seasonings and some, some cheap, you know, uh, you know, tasters. Maybe it's mac and cheese. Maybe you know who knows what it is. But you got you got a taster for the seasoning and you're sending it off. You'll sell out. You know, if you got if you go in there with a hundred seasonings, you're gonna come out with seventeen. Like you're just gonna mm-hmm. blow through what you have. So farmers markets are a path to profit and fans. Farmers market fans. Sounds like what you just learned was there's another set of fans yes yeah as well so you could in theory do both yeah you can or, in theory do a farmer's market fans that subsidizes your free donation based event where you're just feeding the people yeah well well actually not both we've married them a little bit and and we married them 
is what we did. It's exactly what we did. We've married them. Instead of the farmer's market, we're able, because farmer's markets, unfortunately, don't exist enough in the communities that we want to be in. So that's why that lane hasn't really been like a, a lane that's just been exciting to go 100%, to. Hundred percent. You're just yeah. why you just want to sell you want to sell yeah. your spices to rich white people like exactly. That's yeah. not exactly what <laughs> you're going the, for. Yeah, and not that we're against that. No, but of course it, not. But it just doesn't have an impact where we want to have, you know, the the impact. At, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't doesn't give back to the people. It doesn't, you know, like what we did the other day. It brought a whole vibe to a, a, a part of the city that just like that doesn't happen. Yep. And the way the looks on people's faces was just like, you know, yo, man, y'all some good young brothers. Like, y'all just giving like people is one guy. Two two things that happened that I was like, just love that happened on that day. One guy pulls up and he's like, I don't want any food. I just wanted to give y'all twenty dollars just to help y'all out. And of course, being us, money is that's a personal gain. That's short term thinking. Like that doesn't help us at all. Twenty dollars does not help us at all. We need a fan. So we were like, I'm sorry, we can't take your money unless you do, unless you receive something from us. Out of respect, we just can't take it. And he said, well, I don't want no food. So we like, well, what seasonings you like? And we literally had the forcing to take a bag of the seasonings. Because for us, just having $20 does nothing. That's like JT going, ah, no, I don't want your app. But here's 50 bucks for the time you spent making that video. Like, you don't need 50 bucks. What the hell that's going to do? Yeah. You need somebody to try your app and let you know if you have something. That's what you I need. Mean. You need information. <laughs> you don't need fifty bucks. Yeah, I mean, I like fifty dollars. Yeah, everybody I mean, likes hey, fifty dollars. But, yeah. but it's not but meaningful. It's not meaningful. It does nothing for you and what you're trying to build. So you know, he ended up taking the seasonings, and 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 I'm excited to see what his hopefully follows us or tags us or lets us know what he thought. You know, and then later we had a homeless guy come through, and he's like. Oh, you know, how much is all this or whatever? And he got like two dollars in his hand. And we like, oh no, nah, man, it's, it's no cost. It's donation for people who, you know, if you feel inclined to donate, we will not, you know, reject the donation. And he goes, I'm homeless. I only got two dollars. Here you go. Can I get it? I'm like, of course. I'm like, dang, this dude was about to give his last two dollars when when clearly it was when, you know, you didn't have to give it. So right. of course we didn't take his two dollars. But he was just like, man, people don't do this, man. He was like, this is awesome. And just like, I haven't had a real meal in forever. And at the end of it, something that I thought was just like crazy. Dude's in the worst point of his life. Hasn't been homeless. He's homeless now. Whatever happened in his life landed homeless. Sure. And he and after he gets his plate, he turns to us and goes, man, love y'all, man. Like, I, I really do. And I just was like, Wow. Here's this dude that could be walking around. Who knows why he's homeless? But he could be walking around with as much hate in his heart as he possibly could have. Like, and no one would go, damn it, what you so angry for? No one would. Everyone would Nobody. go, oh, shit, he's homeless. You got reasons to be angry. I'd be, yeah, I'd be angry, too, if I was homeless. But here he is, you know, like, spreading love. Yep. Spreading love. 
And I was just like, wow. Like This is the goal. This is the goal that you have. This is the impact. This is, we're doing it. And I think that's the lane. Like, we just got to continue to build those thousand fans. We're going, you know, we we live by that. That's all I'm looking for. Sure. And this is the way, one way to do it as we continue to figure out other ways. I think. This is one way to do it. I think it's a balance, right? I think you take the. You take the farmer's market and you subsidize going back to the community. Yeah. You know I mean? man, yeah. You, now you do them both because the yeah. thousand true fans, it doesn't can matter. come in all different sizes. It doesn't matter as long what as you're kinds back. of fans. As long as they, as long as they care about what you're about and what your vision is. Some of them maybe have money. Some of them maybe are homeless dudes, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but you use the ones that have the money to subsidize the fandom and the relationship that you can build well, with the homeless better, guy. Yes. So that's been a conversation. Because guess what we want to do? We want to... We want to... The fans that... The people that go to the farmer's market, thing that we actually want to do, we want them to skip a weekend going to the... I don't know. Berwyn Burl, Burl, Farmer's Market. Right. And if you really want to, I mean, if you really want to see what we're doing and what we're all about, we want you to choose that day to come behind LaSalle's campus, Worcester Woods, the, you know, the backdrop of Philadelphia, on the other side of this beautiful campus, on the side we're on is the neighborhood of Germantown, where a little sketchy, a little rough, but if we can get some of those people to pick a weekend to come to this farmer's market, now that's the best of both worlds. Because yep. now your brain, you know, part of the way that community works is the more you can get outside of your community to come in. It's the reason why the community I live in is like, you know, making money, printing money right now and every weekend is because they do dining under the stars and Maybe every damn, goes. everybody goes. Nobody, I haven't met a neighbor yet that that's going to dining under the stars, but every time I drive up there or if we go, the place is packed. packed, and it's all people from every other community within the within fifteen miles, and that and that's the thing that like my vision for the long term is can we build that based off of the energy that we bring, based off of our energy that we bring, and. The gradual next steps is we've been talking about it. It's like, all right, we're never going to charge. First of all, what's the point of charging? We lost, we'll lose money charging. We just tested it and we realized that 99% of everyone is going to donate a minimum of what it costs for us to make it. Sure. Just because we're not, we're not here trying to make a, a forty dollar. It's, it's not about type that. item. Exactly. So they're going they're going to be able to afford it off of 5 bucks. Nothing that we're making is more than a $5 platter. And but if we charge them, we're only going to charge 10. And they're only going to give 10. But if we continue this path of donation, they'll give 20. They'll give 20, they'll give 15. I mean, everybody gave 20. We had a lady give us $45. Yeah. Like just like I, we we had to give her more stuff. We we're like, "Oh, 45 is it's a little steep, man. Let me get you some more. You know, we loaded up more plates for it because sure. it was just like, wow, $45. Um, but 
Now imagine if we can create a move a movement out of this where, all right, okay, next time we're gonna get a sign. We had no sign. It was yeah. just naked. Yeah. We're gonna get a sign. And that sign's gonna scream, you know, free community barbecue, you know, uh uh donations accepted but not a, not required. Whatever. Yep. Something on the board. And then, you know what I mean? Uh then on top of that, we all got children. Get the kids to make signs. It's a nice, long, busy, probably, a, I don't know, every hour, 100 cars comes through there. Right. You know, and then next to it is another watermelon man. Actually, I bought one. The seed, <laughs> the seed, the seeded watermelon man, you know, that, that's parked along the same side that we're on. Yep. You know, and it's a long little um, sidewalk. And we can have the kids walk into the light with signs, just letting people know there's, you know, free community barbecue, pull over. Yep. Come taste, come try, donations accepted. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to stop for free because once we get you to stop, it's on. You're sure. not, there's no way you're going to be able to say no to the energy that we, we're going to be bringing. Sure. Like, you can't say, everybody who got out their car and pulled over bought something. Everybody. Sure. They could not say no to that energy of like, man, there's something good really going on over here. And, and that that's the goal next time around. We're actually trying to do two more dates for the summer and, and really step up. And then the, the last one, we're going to invite some other people to come out with us Damn and magic. see if we can't see if we can't get to start growing this thing. Turn you know it into I mean? a community it's, market. Yes. And turn it into something. Exactly. Shockingly, Vernon's interested in making a community market. Exactly. <laughs> so so that's the that's the progression. So stay tuned. And it's also giving us practice. So whichever oh, way we go in, it's giving us practice. It's giving us more visibility. It, it's it's all giving us all positive stuff, and it you know it costs like two fifty to yeah, do one, and we made all that back. Yeah. So you know, and the from from where I'm sitting, this dream of you're doing these events and you're building, you're essentially picking up the farmers market from Media or Berwyn or Ardmore. You're picking up that idea, and you're moving it. And you're dropping it in this other place. Exactly. And, and so then what you need to do is you need to pick up this other place and move it into the farmer's market. So that you yeah. have both places going back and forth. So next time you're at a farmer's market, it's not just 2400. It's 2400 and someone else's stuff. Oh, this is also, this is, you know, this person's uh, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. this brand. So you're essentially pulling other people into the farmer's market and then... On the opposite side, you're bringing the farmer's market ethos That's, of that. Everybody comes in. That's exactly That's right what you're on. doing. You just yeah. don't know it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just yeah. baby steps there. Yeah. And we're going to keep digging because it's something, it's it something pretty major here. But look, it, it takes, takes time, time, right? It does take time. You're right about that. So we're just going to keep digging. I I mean, I like after it, we all just was like, holy is, shit, bro. This is the thing. Did, or, or at least we got to do it again. We can't like right. settle here. And then we got to do it right. Like, we did it pretty ass-ass backwards. We just kind of did it on a whim. Right. You know, which isn't ass backwards, but it's just like, we no, didn't, it's, we you didn't were lean in. We were yeah, testing. you were running a test. So now we need to lean in. It don't cost any more to lean in. It'll cost the same, you know, because right. we don't mind running out. We run out, we run out, and, it, and, and that becomes the thing. Better get there early because they run out. You know what I mean? And we just set our marks on like, hey, this is how much we want to give away. And we're going to cut it off at, we're going to spend no more than, you know, 
$300. Once you hit 300 that's all the food that we're going to be making. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, good good weeks, man. Yeah, Very good, good weeks, bro. Well. Yeah, well, this has been a long show. Let's, uh, let's yeah, call it. Yeah, let's wrap where, it up. Where can people find us, man? They can find us at the... Uh, the process is black and white dot com and they can search us on all the social media platforms at the process is black and white. We'll pop right up. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro, I'll talk to you.